Hello, loyal people of Earth and people of Facebook and podcast listeners. Welcome to today's at-home show. Virtual hugs to all the essential and medical workers out there. Happy birthday today to Betsy Engelman, the late Robin Williams, who would have been 70 years old today. Soap opera Jordan Clark, folk singer Cat Stevens, the late Don Knotts, Ernest Hemingway, Josh Hartnett, and the late Gilmore Girls star Edward Harriman. Today is the release anniversary for 2017's Dunkirk and Girls Trip, the Ozark TV show, 2001's The Princess Diaries, which, te- also, which technically opened in theaters on August 3, 2001, 1989's Do the Right Thing, 2006's Lady in the Water and Monster House, and the Rescue Me TV show. Tomorrow, Kelly Cass, Selena Gomez, the late game show host Alex Trebek, David Spade, Prince George, actress Madison Pettis, author Essie Hinton, actor Danny Glover, actor Willem Devoe have birthdays. It's also the debut date for 2011's Friends with Benefits and Captain America, The First Avenger, 2016's Ice Age Collision Course and Star Trek Beyond, 2005's Hustle and Flow, 1994's North, 2015's Sharknado 3, Oh Hell No, and 1977's The Hells Have Eyes. Emma Jones, Daniel Radcliffe, actor Marlon Wayans, Woody Harrelson, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman, Catherine Hahn, all blow out birthday candles. July 23rd. Mark Ryan Stockwell, Rose Byrne, Kristen Chenoweth, Anna Paquin, Jennifer Lopez, the original Wonder Woman actress Linda Carter, and Amelia Earhart were all born July 24th. 1987's La Bamba, the 2010 Sherlock TV show, 2014 Southwark, 1998's Saving Private Ryan, and 2009's Orphan were all released July 24th on their respective years. Jack Berry, the late football player Walter Payton, Matt LeBlanc were born on July 25th. July 25th is also when the world saw the debuts of 1997's Good Burger movie, 2003's Seabiscuit and Spy Kids 3D Game Over, which featured Selena Gomez's first movie appearance, 1980's Caddyshack 4, and 1975's Fame. On to the news. The Toon Squad ruled over the box office charts and the court this week in an unexpected win. Space Jam, A New Legacy, which says LeBron James team up with the Looney Tunes crew, slam dunk Brant Blackwidow with 31.6 million baskets while being available on HBO Max and no extra charge to subscriber. The Warner Brothers sequel to 1996's Space Jam crushed four cats, which projected just 23, just 20 million basketball points in its first three days. Despite worries over the HBO Max simultaneous release and the Delta COVID variant, Warner Bros. reported it landed the largest family film during the COVID era yet. See, earlier in the pandemic, movies aimed at younger audiences like The Crudes and New Age and Tom and Jerry have been the biggest moneymakers. But 
there's some offerings so far, like Spirit Untamed, Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, and the Boss Baby Family Business have failed to attract audiences. So the sports comedy sequel is the first family film in a bit to attract moviegoers with kids. Space Jam, A New Legacy's unexpected slam dunk start bounced last week's champ, Disney and Marvel's Black Widow, to the runner-up position. The superhero adventure brought in 23.26.3 million in its second frame, which is a really harsh 67% decline from its debut weekend. So far, Black Widow's made 131 million domestically and 264 million overseas. 264 million globally. Though impressive by the pandemic standards, that's a pretty bad result for a 200 million budgeted Marvel event film. Did you know that Katsuki had been set to reprise her role as Lola Bunny from 1996's Space Jam and recorded all of her dialogue? But. Somehow, during late production, for unknown reasons, she was replaced by Zendaya. And this is the first time that Rick and Morty have appeared in a theatrical movie. What's neat is that in the original Space Jam, Granny was just a cheerleader for the Toon Squad. But in this one, she's a full-time member, with her age not even being a little bit of a factor. Speaking of Kevin Smith, speaking of sequels, calling some Kevin Smith fans... Slashfilm.com announced some exciting nudes from Lionsgate Monday. The website said, The studio has bought the rights to the latest sequel from Smith's indie classic, Clerks, and the threequel is set to begin production next month, and this film looks to bring the series full circle, with the slacker characters following Smith's own lead and becoming filmmakers. Smith, who wrote the script and is once again stepping behind the camera to direct, has ensured that all the major roles will be reprised by the familiar cast fans know and love. Jeff Anderson and Brian O'Halloran will be returning as, respectively, Randall and Dante. Of course, Jason Mewes will be coming back for another turn as Jay. And while Smith once again fills the shoes of Silent Bob. Oh, and they even managed to bring back the increasingly busy Rosario Dawson as Becky. Schedule-wise, that was far from a sure thing. Big, big, big news, DC fans. Earlier this afternoon, Deadline.com announced, after testing actresses this week, Warner Brothers and DC Films looks to have found their Batgirl. Sources tell Deadline Leslie Grace has been tapped to play Barbara Gordon in the studio's Batgirl. The studio was already super high with his rising star following her breakout role in In the Heights, and sources say her audition sealed the deal as the choice. The studio had no comment. The film will bow on HBO Max, marking one of the first major DC properties to debut exclusively on the screamer. Adil L. Arby and Bilal Fala will direct the pick from the script by Christina Hodgson. While plot details are under wraps, it's known that Barbara Gordon, the daughter of Commissioner Gordon, will be the character behind the cape in this version. 
Gordon is the most established version of the Batgirl character and was first established in 1961 as Betty Kane. <gasps> What's this? What's this? I can't believe my eyes. Slashfilm.com announced July 19th, celebrate Christmas in July the Oogie Boogie way with some lemon meringue cupcakes. You can make those and more following the recipes in the Nightmare Before Christmas, the official cookbook and entertaining guide. Disney was releasing the cookbook based on the Tim Burton classic, which includes more than 50 of the Nightmare Before Christmas themed recipes and an entire section with DIY craft ideas for themed parties. And for not fans with dietary restrictions, the cookbook includes sugar-free, gluten-free, and vegetarian options so everyone can get their Halloween munchies on. You can pre-order the Nightmare Before Christmas cookbook and entertaining guide on Amazon for $23.99 or wait until it's available in bookstores nationwide on August 31st for $29.99. Marvel Studios' Blade reboot starring Mahershala Ali has possibly found its director. Variety.com stated Monday, Mogul Mowgli director Bassam Tariq is in talks to direct. The two-time Oscar winner was announced to portray the vampire hunter at San Diego Comic-Con in 2019. The highly anticipated film is currently undated, but expected to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Phase 4. Wesley Snipes previously played the half-vampire superhero in a trilogy of box office blockbusters, beginning with 1998's Blade. The series, which included 2002's Blade Two and 2004's Blade Trinity, focused on the vigilante, a human who possesses vampire strength and protects humans from bloodsuckers. However, the less said about the third entry in the trilogy, Blade Trinity, which figuratively um, staked the franchise to the heart, the better, at least so I've heard. Earlier in the week, it was announced that Prince Harry will be writing a detailed memoir describing the highs and lows of royal life set for release in 2022. His wife Meghan Markle's first children's book, The Bench, came out last month. E-Online revealed Monday, July 19th, two sets of celeb couples got their first visits from the stork. Alex Pettifer and his German wife model, Tony, welcomed their daughter, Luca Malachi to the world the previous week. The website also said Halsey is officially a mum. The singer shared the sweet and special news that she welcomed her first child with screenwriter Alev Aiden. The color singer took to social media with a heartwarming message about the duo's little one, Ender Ridley Aiden. Gratitude. Halsey wrote on social media alongside family photos for the most rare and euphoric birth, powered by love. According to Haley Halsey's Instagram post, Ender was born on July 14th. Good news to those who wish to travel. Good news to Americans who wish to travel up to Canada for this year's in-person Toronto International Film Festival, September 19th. Through September 9th through 18th. Variety.com stated Monday, starting on August 9th, 
American citizens who are fully vaccinated may freely enter Canada. This news comes after a restriction on all non-essential travel that has been in place since March 2020. Thanks to the rising vaccination rates and declining COVID-19 cases, we are able to move forward with adjusted border measures, said Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in a statement. The United States is the first country for which Canada will adjust travel restrictions. Trudeau noted this as a recognition of our unique bond, especially between border communities. The Canadian government plans to lift restrictions for vaccinated individuals from other countries to enter starting September 7th. Good news for the Grove Theatre fans. The Raptor Clown proclaimed Monday, AMC Theatres will take over the Los Angeles Theatre and Glendale's Americana Theatre. Both of these multiplexes were previously owned by the now-defunct Pacific Theatre chain, which along with its exclusive sister chain, Arclight Cinemas, declared total bankruptcy in April. Woohoo! The Hollywood Reporter.com reported yesterday Lena White's Hillman Grad Productions is developing a documentary on Mary Tyler Moore, the trailblazing TV actress who passed four years ago at age 80. The site said, directed by James Adolphus, being Mary, the Mary Tyler Moore documentary will follow the personal and professional journey of the star businesswoman and advocate best known for her portrayal of a single successful and professional woman of television in the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Now streaming on Netflix is Troll Hunters, Rise of the Titans, starring the talents of Amelia Hirsch, Colin O'Donoghue, Nick Offerman, Kelsey Grammer, Lexi Mandrano, Stephen Young, Diego Luna, Alfred Molina, Fred Tadascore, Tom Kenny, Haley Atwell, and Tatiana Maslay. It's a computer animated science fantasy series. Since the debut episode of Netflix's Troll Hunters in December 2016, Jim, viewers have met Jim, the first human troll hunter, and his allies Toby, Claire, the changeling adversary turned allied Stricklander, his troll mentors Arg and Blinky, Steve Palchuk, the wizard apprentice Duxie and his familiar Archie, and aliens Ajans Krell, as they protected the town of Arcadia from evil, revenge-sinking bad troll Gunmar the Black and his army of gum-gums, power-seeking aliens in the Janus Order. Their last battle was with their toughest yet undefeated foe, the Janus Order. Now, Gumero del Toro's award-winning Netflix Tales of Arcadia series comes to a conclusion with this film, set a year after the events of Wizard, the third series in the se- the third entry in the series, The Guardians of Arcadia. The heroes from Three Below, Troll Hunters, and Wizards unite when the world is on the edge of a apocalyptic battle for control of the magical worlds that have blended together as the Arcane Order reawakens the Titans. Also debuting its first episode today is Disney Plus exclusive buddy cop action comedy series 
Turnin' Hot Hooch, starring Josh Peck, Lindsay Fonesca, Cara Patterson, and Vanessa Lynch. It's both a continuation of and based on the 1989 film of the same name. U.S. Marshal Detective Scott Turner inherits an unruly, enormous dog named Hooch. Together, the duo, alongside the rest of the Turner clan, discover his father's death may not have been accidental. Did you know that Vanessa Lenges and Becca Tobin both appeared in the Glee TV show? It's only a matter of time. In theaters this Friday, July 23rd, is the supernatural mystery Old, starring the talents of Vicky Cripps, Gail Garcia Burnell, Eliza Scallon, Rufus Sewell, Aaron Pierre, Thomason McKenzie, and Alex Wolfe. M. Night Shalomans, new spine tingler, is no day at the beach. It was the perfect beach day, or so <laughs> thought a handful of people, including a family and a young couple, who all ended up in the same secluded, beautiful beach cove. At first sight, the area filled with a sandy shore and rock pools surrounded by densely vegetated green cliffs is a one, seems like a wonderful utopia, but it hides a deadly secret. First, the, a dead body of a woman is found floating in the crystal clear water. Then there's the odd fact, all the children are aging super rapidly. Soon everyone is growing older by the half hour, and there doesn't seem to be any way to escape this cove. This film is actually based on the 2013 graphic novel Sandcastle by Pierre Oscar Levy, and it marks the first time that Charlemagne has filmed entirely outside the greater Philadelphia area since his first film, 1992's Praying with Air with anger. Also out in theaters is the actioner Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins, starring Henry Golding, Samara Weaving, Robert Schwenke, Brian Goldner, Haruke Ebb, Lorenzo de Bonaventura, and Anna Waterhouse. Snake Eyes is a lone fighter with a mysterious past, welcomed into an ancient Japanese clan called the Arishike, after saving the life of their apparent heir. Upon arrival in Japan, the Arishike train him in the ways of the ninja warrior, while also providing something he's been looking for, a home. But when secrets from his past are revealed, his allegiance and honor are tested, even if that means losing the trust of those closest to him, as he eventually ends up on the path to become this famous G.I. Joe hero. Did you know that the Snake Eyes characters will be changed from a Caucasian character from both of the live-action films, animated series, and comics to a mixed-race character due to lead actor Henry Golding being both English and Malaysian? Samara Weaving happens to be Hugo Weaving's niece. Hugo Weaving based voice Megatron in Michael Bay's first three Transformers live-action films, which is also based on a Hasbro property. 
Coming out in limited release is this Friday, July 23rd, is the crime film Midnight in the Switchgrass. Starring the talents of Amelia Hirsch, Lucas Haas, Megan Fox, Bruce Willis, Michael Beach, and Sistine Stallone. FBI agent Carl Helter and his partner Rebecca Lobardi are this close to busting a sex trafficking ring when they discover their investigation has intersected into the path of a brutal serial killer in Florida. They ally themselves with Floridian Department of Law Enforcement agent Brian Crawford, who spent years trying to track the case. But when when Rebecca is abducted by their mark and her life hangs in the balance, Brian has only a few hours to piece together the last clue and put an end to the infamous truck stop killer. Did you know that Bruce Willis, Lucas Haas, and Amelia Hirsch all starred in 2006's Alpha Dog? Also in limited release this Friday, July 23rd, is the biographical drama Joe Bell, starring Mark Wahlberg, Reed Miller, and Connie Britton. It focuses on the true story of Joe Bell, a man who began to undertake a walk across the United States to aware bullying awareness following the suicide of his son, Jaden. Jolting its way, or shocking its way onto Amazon Prime Video July 23rd is the action comedy Jolt. Starring Kate Beckinsale, Susan Sarandon, Laverne Cox, Jai Courtney, David Bradley, Stanley Tucci, and Bobby Cannavale. Lindy is a beautiful, funny bouncer with a bad secret. She experiences sporadic, rage-filled killer impulses due to a lifelong rare neurological disorder. She controls this with the aid of an electrode line vest she uses to shock herself back to normalcy whenever she gets the impulses. But due to this, she's unable to find love in a world that fears her condition. But she finally finds and trusts a guy long enough to fall in love, only to find him dead the very next day. Heartbroken and peeved, she embarks on a revenge-filled quest to find his killer while also being chased to and by the police as the crime's main subject. I mean, subject. Suspect. Kate Beckinsale actually dyed her hair blonde for the role in this film. For the opening of the 2021 Tokyo Summer Olympics happening Friday, it makes sense to take a look at two Olympic set films. One of the most famous Olympic-centric films out there Aside from Cool Runnings and Chariots of Fire, both of which I talked yesterday for Flashback Fun, is the biographical sports drama Miracle, starring Kurt Russell and Patricia Clarkson, which hockey checked into theater ice rinks on February 26, 2004. It recounted the true story of player turned coach Herb Brooks and his trials that led the that led. His 1980 Olympic, U.S. Olympic men's hockey team to victory over this seemingly unbeatable Soviet team in what's known as the Miracle on Ice. The film, considered to be one of the most accurate depictions of true events, dialogue included, 
scored 64.5 million hockey goals in theaters. Unfortunately, the real Herb Brooks died in a car accident during the film's principal photography, so a dedication was made for him before the ending credits. Did you know that in real life, the Herbies, which were done after the Norway game, in which Brooks made the team skate back and forth on the ice all night long, didn't end with Mike Yerozoni saying he played for the United States of America. In reality, it ended with Mark Johnson's frustration at having to do them and him smashing his stick again to the glass. What's also neat is that Bush Schreiner is portrayed by her son, Billy Schreiner. Twelve years after the story of Team USA's Miracle on Ice skated to theater, race, the tale of iconic metal-winning African-American athlete Jeff C. Owens, starring William Hurt, Stephen James, James Sudeikis, and Jeremy Irons, hit the theater track February 19, 2016. The biographical sports drama centered on Owen's odyssey to become history's greatest track and field athlete, which thrust him right into the worldwide stage of the 1936 Olympics, where he faced off against Adolf Hitler's version of supremacy. It ran away from theaters with 21.1 million medals and won four Canadian Screen Awards including Best Actor for James. What's seen is that this was the very first dramatic role for Stephen to, for Jason Sudeikis, and the film's release coincided with the 80th anniversary of the 1936 Summer Olympics. What's also neat is that John Boyega was originally attached to star, but he dropped out in order to star in a little film released in 2015 called Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Other famous Olympic-centered films include Foxcatcher, I, Tonya, Blades of Glory, 2014's Unbroken, 1998's Without Limits, and The Gabby Douglas Story. On the subject of sports movies, running into DVD stores this week is the May 21st sports dramedy Dream Horse, starring Damian Lewis, Tony Collette, Owen Teal, Joanna Page, and Carl Johnson. It tells the true story of Ray Horse Dream Alliance, owned by Welsh bartender Jan Vokes. With zero experience and hardly any dough, she convinces her neighbors to chip in to help raise the cold so he can race with the experts in the hopes he can win the, the Welsh Grand National. Can he succeed? That's all for this week, folks. Join me next week as Dwayne Johnson, Emily Blunt, Paul Giamatti, and Edgar Ramirez bring moviegoers on an adventure-packed jungle cruise. A Quiet Place Part 2 quietly comes out onto DVD and much more. So until then, my minions, as always, stay safe, and I'll see you at the movies. Bye.